this is Daniel. And I'm Pat. And this is Y2K Movies. A podcast about the films of the 21st century. This week we're looking at Halloween Ends, released theatrically and on the Peacock streaming service, October 14th, 2022. The saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode comes to a spine-tingling climax in the final installment of this trilogy. Uh, Halloween Ends, I saw it in the theater. Did you see it streaming? Yeah, I saw it streaming. And, uh, well, what'd you think? I liked it. I don't know what everybody's fucking pissed about. Well, everyone, everyone's fucking pissed about the fact that the movie is more about uh, Corey, played by Rohan Campbell, and not so much about Michael Myers. Michael Myers uh, spends most of this movie hiding in a drainage fucking, I don't know what you would call it, like just the, the sewer, sewer, chilling with the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the movie is mostly about Corey, a Haddonfield teen that um, was semi-responsible for, not really, but he was babysitting a kid. The kid was an asshole. They were playing hide-and-go-seek. Uh, Corey accidentally kills the kid and um, very accidentally kills the kid and spends... Uh, finds himself maligned by the rest of the town. The town kind of treats him as a freak show, uh, which is something that the Strodes, Lori Strode and her daughter, uh, was it Andy? Yeah. Or Allison. I'm sorry. Uh, Lori and Allison can identify with because everyone blames them for the Michael Myers attacks. So they kind of form this kinship, Allison and Corey, and throughout the course of the movie, Corey becomes more and more uh, kind of possessed by Michael Myers or possessed by the same um, drive for destruction that Michael Myers possesses. They never really spell it out whether or not it's an actual possession or they're just kindred spirits. If there's something that's transferring from one to the other or if Michael Myers just sees something of himself in Corey. But they kind of form this... Uh, at pupil type relationship and then at the end Corey and michael myers go on their murder spree and uh both are stopped in different ways so that's that's the that's the movie in a nutshell and yeah a lot of hardcore halloween fans took uh took umbrage with the fact that michael myers is not he's definitely the final boss you know they, the 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 showdown between him and Laurie does happen. It is the climax of the movie, but in between, it's mostly the story of Corey and Allison. You know, which I liked. I thought it was cool. I very you know? much liked it. Yeah, I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was different. So, for me, like this whole trilogy that uh, David is it David Gordon Green? Yeah. Okay, okay David Gordon Green. Yeah, he he tried to make this something where you had the first movie and that was a callback to the original. It made old fans and new fans appreciate it. And people were happy. The second one, they did something that (laughs) fucking Michael Myers has never done. And basically went on this rampage and just killed everybody. And you've realized how, how like dangerous this guy is, how he just like, like that. He's just evil, right? Just pure evil. The third one, he had to change it up again. Now I'm sure that there was some, uh, I, I heard that there was, it wasn't necessarily the ending like that he wanted. Like there were some reshoots, there were some things done differently because of COVID and stuff. But at the same time, like I am perfectly fine with the way it happened. Uh, I, I think with Corey, I think it comes down to, I mean, it all comes down to trauma, right? Like the trauma and that, that both, Michael and Corey experienced as a kid. Now Michael's trauma was a little bit more self-induced. Uh, Corey's was kind of, but like, it seems like the way that I looked at it was like when Michael and him had their first uh, meet in the sewer. Uh, Michael could just kind of tell that he was damaged, right? That he's that that he's seen some shit and that what he's capable of doing. And I think because he basically looked death in the eyes 
I think that made him real. Like, I think that made him like kind of like hungry and like thirsty for like that, uh, that feeling again. And I think that's like somewhat what drove him. Obviously, I think they kind of took a supernatural turn on this and, and you could take it however you want. I don't really care how people like take it supernaturally or take it like how I saying it. I'm just trying to make it a little bit more realistic instead of saying it was like a possession or something, mm-hmm. but either way, I don't care. I like it. <laughs> so like, it, it, like to me, you could take one or the other it has nothing for me. Uh, but I like, I just, I enjoyed thinking that Corey is what Michael would have been. If he was 25 and he didn't get locked up for fucking 40 years, he was talking, he was trying to become normal. Uh, you know, he was somewhat like somewhat there, but like, I feel like this is what Michael could have been. Instead, he was after the events of the first one, he was put away for 40 years and then escaped. So, So obviously he's not going to fucking talk. He's probably been uh alone for for most of that 40 years. Like he doesn't know like like what are his social skills? Like he he may not know shit. Like and I get that the whole thing about him like being he he is like evil incarnate and everything. So like I I get that. But like I don't know, there's just like something like this kind of showed the more human side of him. Uh, however you want to take it, you know, he's been living. uh, My thing is like, people were getting angry about the ending because of how it went down. And I mean, it's up to you if you want to really spoil it or not, but like, what do you, what the fuck do you expect about a guy living in a sewer eating probably rats for four years? Right. What were they upset about? So the the ending is about how, how it happened, like how easy it almost was. Well, I don't think it was that easy, but I mean, at the same time, you're not going to have, a 15 minute long melee battle between, you know, two 60 year old people. Well, once um, like, well, I think Michael is at least 10 years older than her, right? No. Um, because she's a teenager whenever they first met. Right. Yeah. So he has to be at least 10. Well, I'm putting a solid 10 years on it. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, and he's been eating I, rats in the sewer. Yeah, I don't, and that's after he got fucked up and burned and all that shit in the in the, right. in the previous like, like stories. Like, dude, he he lost the the reason why he went into the sewer was because he was done. Like he yeah. lost in Halloween Kills, and I think there's more to that name than like people put onto it. Like, because it's obviously like Halloween Kills. Oh, because you know on Halloween everybody's fucking dying. But like, I think it's more of the fact that this like Halloween actually killed him. Like. He barely had any drive. He couldn't do anything. Like he was his uh his strength was gone. Like he just he didn't have the will anymore. I don't know. I I I think um you know, I think this is probably of all the horror movie franchises, it's one of the most convoluted um continuity breaking just kind of fucking all over the place never figured out what it wanted to be right never never figured out what was really going on we have countless countless reboots i mean this is this is one that probably i mean rebooted itself more than any other horror franchise that i can think of you know yes they, they they did a reboot of nightmare on elm street it was the worst everyone knows it's the worst fine Yes, they did a reboot of of Friday the Thirteenth, and Jason X was somewhere in there. Who knows, whatever. But they, those were more or less linear, and you had an evolution with both Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth. You have an evolution of the character that the movies paid attention to. Right. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street kind of fumbles the continuity a little bit. Where the second one we bring in. Uh, the gay kid, and then we kind of go back to Heather and them. But then from there forward, you have, you know, all the kids that survived the last movie die and were the first ones to die in the next movie. And that 
cycle kind of repeats itself through Nightmare on Elm Street until we get to a uh, new nightmare, which is the ending of the series kind of proper. There's never been, they did the reboot after that, but that was the, that was their big swing was new, new nightmare. And I think that's an absolute home run. It's meta. It's brilliant. It's meta before meta was meta. Um, Jason goes to hell. They tried to explain the Jason character and how he could keep coming back and coming back, coming back. It wasn't the same body. Jason was this weird worm thing traveled mm-hmm. from. And as much as you might not like that explanation, kind of fucking makes sense. It makes more sense than any of the Halloween movies ever did. And Halloween, you have one, you have two, and then you have the season of the witch, which was everybody knows John Carpenter never meant for Halloween to be something about michael myers movie after movie after movie he wanted to be an anthology they made him do the second one okay waited three years he did the second one and then he did the third one which is something completely different people freaked out took him six years to do uh return to michael myers then they did four five and six that was kind of the uh the druid paranormal trilogy where once again, he's got some supernatural fucking abilities there. Then they did another reboot with Halloween H2O. Uh, they brought back Lori. They gave her a son, played by Josh Hartnett. That lasted for two movies. You had H2O, and then you had Resurrection. Then they stopped. They rebooted it again. They did the two Rob Zombie movies. Then they stopped. They rebooted it again. And this time, they discounted all the sequels except for the se- except for the original. Right, so this trilogy that just ended only had ties to the first Halloween movie. It discounted the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine ones in between, which right. is ridiculous. Which is absolutely ridiculous. The fact that anybody at this point can claim to make a definitive statement about what Halloween should be—who <laughs> fucking knows at this point? It's been right. all over the place. He's been everything except a fucking bird. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> my kid thought that one was funny. Um, <laughs> it, it really has been, it, it, it's been the most erratic fucking all over the place, constantly changing its mind every five minutes. It's like asking a bitch where she wants to go for dinner. Like, none of it fucking makes sense. So the fact that this one, which I'm sorry, was a good movie, it might not fit to where people think it should be for a Halloween movie, but who knows what the fuck a Halloween movie is anymore. It was a good movie. Corey was a good character. He had a good arc. Okay, the 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 scene in the bar where they're dancing to the fucking Dead Kennedy song. That's when I realized I really like this movie. For what, whatever oh. it is, like I I like what they're doing with. <clears throat> Speaking like, of I, which, did you see the uh, cameo of Nick Castle? I don't know who that is. Nick Castle's the original Michael. Okay, and he was the guy that whipped open his. Sh- jacket and said do you like what you see no or, i'm sorry he says see anything you like sorry oh he said and that's the that's a nod to uh linda and the first movie yeah i i was never um i was never a halloween historian or anything <laughs> so that that shit would completely go mad i was always out of, out of the three franchises i was always more nightmare on elm street and the jason stuff i liked Jason's very iconic for a slasher. I wouldn't call Freddy a slasher. Freddy is is kind of its own weird paranormal goofy thing. You know, there's there's too much there's like magic in that. You know what I mean? Right. Like he goes in through dreams. It's fantasy. And, yeah, and and that's fine and I like that because in Freddy movies anything can happen. He can turn into right. a big worm and eat you. Yeah. He can turn into a cockroach. Fucking whatever, yep. you know what I mean? Um Jason I always felt was more of a traditional slasher, but there was flair. That hockey mask is very iconic. The, ch- 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 oh, you know, like that's all. That's really good branding. There's more titties in that. Um, <laughs> Halloween movies. I mean, I'm not the world's biggest Halloween historian, but I don't think they're, there's necessarily a lot of nudity in them or anything. I think they're kind of. Actually, to be might, honest with you, I don't know if there is. Yeah. they're just. I kinda, think there might be one scene in the first one, but I, I honestly don't know. It's just, I, it's just brutal. But I, so I think... F- sorry, go, go ahead. I was going to say, if anything, I'll give Halloween probably had the best first entry in the series. My favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movies are, is not the first one. Minus um, the third. 
Yeah, the third and the fourth are really strong. The second one I like because it's weird and gay. And then the New Nightmare, I think, is brilliant as just a film in general. I mean, um, if you really think about it, the the what is it, the first one and then New Nightmare, those are the only ones that was actually directed by Wes Craven. Yeah, he had a hand in hand in the third one. The second one... Um, yeah, yeah, he came back and I think he wrote... The third one. I could be wrong, but I think he was writing the third I think one. He he has a story credit, I believe, and Frank Darabont wrote the script, or maybe hmm. I don't know, something like that. But yeah, he um, those ones are good. But like you know, and then you get to Nightmare and Al- or Friday the Thirteenth. That really doesn't start rolling until the third or fourth movie, when you have Freddy, you have uh, Jason the mask. I don't think he doesn't get the mask until the third one, right? The second one, he's got the bag on the head. Yeah, it's the third one. Yeah, and then um. Halloween, though, I feel had the strongest first film right out the gate. And I believe, right. I believe time wise, it was the first as well. So, and it's John Carpenter, who I would put Carpenter up against Wes Craven, you know what I mean, as far as yeah, directors I, go. Right. Yeah, I would too. I'm a huge Carpenter fan. I think that's why I like the Halloween series, even though only he, I think he only directed the first one, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So he, I know he directed the reshoots in the second one, and the third one he was the composer, and that's why the the uh, the music in the third one, just the score. I I fucking love the score in uh, season of the witch, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that's like why like I come back. And actually, this film was kind of a huge like callback to Carpenter. So like Corey. Like even just like Corey, right? Corey Cunningham, that that was the, his name. Uh, he was inspired by Arnie Cunningham from the movie Christine. It was directed by John Carpenter. I did not pick that. I I've read that after the fact, and I never made the Christine connection when I was watching it. But that makes so much sense in retrospect. Right, and not only that, like he, like even his personality took on that. That he became yes. obsessed. And like, like to me, I was like, this is where it starts getting good. And actually the first, uh, the first like Easter egg that I saw in this movie was when Corey was watching the kid. I think the kid's name's Jeremy and they were watching TV and they're there was a monster thing. TV and they're watching the thing. Well, in the yeah. original movie, they're watching the thing from another world. Well, it's really cool because in this one, Corey and Jeremy are watching the thing directed by John fucking Carpenter. Yeah. And it was cool because this one was, in the original, it was the thing from another world, which John Carpenter went on to do his own, but which was also just cool. Uh, You know, I say that was the first, but I think this is actually the first one because I have these all like in my notes. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the uh, the font, the blue font that uh, they use for the uh, opening credits. And it was blue, and that's from Halloween 3. And the only reason why I actually saw that was because I just got the collector's edition of Halloween 3 a couple weeks ago, and I rewatched it. Because <laughs> I, I, I actually really like that Halloween. I know a lot of people are kind of jaded about it. But I need I need to rewatch it. I rewatched it once as a kid, and I think I was confused by the non Michael Myers aspect of it. And uh, I don't think I've rewatched it since. And I know I need to because it went from being hated to celebrated, and now everyone's like, you know, what's actually a really good movie. Like, oh, let me guess, you're gonna say Halloween three? You know <laughs> what I mean? Fucking Halloween three! I'll get the. Well, see, I like I just like the uh, the ending to it. I think it's one of the best endings to a horror film, and it's it's because uh, I don't know if you remember the ending at all, but basically, like the masks make the kids go crazy or something, right? Yeah, like kills them. It like rotten their brain. Remember, like it's it like fucks up their brain, mm. and it kills them. Well, at the end, you see, was it is it is it Tom Atkins or Tim Atkins? The uh, the main actor in that, the lead role, uh, he's like calling home and he's trying to like get them to take their masks off, and like he just starts screaming because like he starts hearing on the other end of the line, the woman screaming, and like 
think about how many kids just fucking died that night. Like, that's crazy. Like, that doesn't happen in movies. Right. Like, they just fucking killed a third of the world <laughs> with masks. <laughs> like, right. I, I don't know. I thought that was really big, so I liked it. And also, <laughs> there's a point in the movie where uh, when they're, like, doing their little Halloween montage, it, it goes to Dayton, Ohio, and I always like that. Doesn't one of, doesn't the bad guy end up being a robot or something? Yeah, I think so. Actually, I don't. See, I, I rewatched it when I was high. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll, I should, I should have given that a rewatch before this, but I'll watch that sometime soon. Maybe I'll watch it by Cuban. Because I mean, obviously, like I feel like people probably should have known that this is going to at least call back to the third one. Even the second movie called back to the third one with the masks. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know I the people I, that I, the people that got up in arms about it. I uh, I don't know. It was I heard a lot of people talk a lot of shit on social media, um, and I was just kind of like, you know. And I, I know I mentioned this when me and Ashers were kind of talking about this on the Wednesday show this week, but I don't understand how you could get upset at the way Michael Myers was treated with this movie without already being upset with the fact that when they made this trilogy, they had thrown out, you know, nine other movies in the series. Like that would have pissed me off if they, if they tried to do that with nightmare on Elm street or, or Friday the 13th, I think, I don't think you could. I think people would be like, wait, 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 wait. like, really? Like, we're going to throw out Jason X? Really? We're going to throw out, you know, Jason never went to Manhattan. We got to do that all over again. Like, we're starting from square one. Like, right. that's, that's really kind of a, I, I, and I wish, what movie started that trend? Because that's something that we see now. We're like, okay, we're going to make a sequel, but it's not going to be a sequel to the last movie. We're gonna ignore that one, and we're gonna kind of pick where we where this one pops in, you know. Um, that's hmm. kind. Of, that's kind of a. That's kind of like a wacky way to do it. It might be Halloween. No, I want to say someone else did it too, and it's gonna kill me right now. They're gonna say, "Oh, this is just a sequel to the original. It's not a." Well, for a while there, a lot of people didn't know about the Evil Dead trilogy. They didn't know where one like left off like evil dead 2 and and then army of darkness and then with the 2013 evil dead which the 2013 evil dead is a direct sequel to the first evil dead if you did not know that i did not know that so that is why the delta is still there the car's there yeah yeah, that's why all that's still there. Because at the end of the original Evil Dead, Ash dies. That's how it was supposed to be. And then that's why Evil Dead... But then, you know, once you become a fan of the movies and you actually like do the deep dive, you find out that they just couldn't get the rights <laughs> to the, orig- the the movie beforehand. So they had to basically do like a small little recap. And that's what is at the beginning. The first like five minutes of Evil, Evil Dead 2 and is Army Evil of Dead Darkness one. is a recap. Yeah. 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 No, I knew that. Um, that would explain why the why the car's still there. But I don't know why. Why do you why do you do that? Why do you cut in? That just seems. I mean, I guess you could do whatever you want. But like, you want to talk about revisionist history, you know? Um, it just seems weird. Like you're going to come in and say, "Okay, well, this is nothing else took place. This is just." A sequel to that, like that, that to me is is already taking a big swing. And people... yeah, I'm really trying to think now if I if I can remember any other movies doing that, and I feel like I just keep thinking of Halloween. Someone did, or I think that maybe I'm thinking of the Neil uh, Blogging Camp was going to do an Alien Three that was that was not like instead of the alien three that you, we all remember where she goes to the prison planet. It was supposed to be an alien three with, uh, with, um, Hicks and everything and, and all those, you know, like a different version of alien three. Um, there was talk of them doing that and it never happened. Um, I don't know. 
you know. Or you could say, well, like Jurassic World was kind of a sequel to Jurassic Park. They never really talk about the stuff that happens in Jurassic Park 2 or 3. Right. If they do, they don't dwell on it like they do. Like Jurassic Park 1 clearly happened. Jurassic World kind of picks up straight from there, you know. Oh, um, what about the Saw franchise? Oh, Jesus, I don't know anything about it. I I remember seeing Saw 1, thinking it was great as an independent film. Because that's what the first one was. The first one was like this James low Swan, budget. James Wan, Yeah, it was, it was like this independent film, basically. And I remember seeing that, thinking, okay, cool. And then seeing Part 2, but like seeing it on video... And, and being with friends and stuff. And Holy not... shit, dude. I just looked up a timeline. I don't even want to. What? It's so fucked. I just thought about Saw, and I just looked up, like, timeline of the Saw franchise. And, like, it says before, like, Saw, like, the first one, uh, there are storylines of Saw 2, Saw 4, Saw 5, Saw 7, Saw 3, Saw 4. And Saw 6. Yeah, so that's what happened. I didn't... So I saw Saw 1, was very familiar with it. Saw Saw 2, kind of like... Kind of remember it. Donnie Wahlberg was in it. I think I saw it on video when it came out. Whatever. Didn't see Saw 3. Was like, okay, I'm going to go see Saw 4 in the theater. And was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I had no... I just thought it was going to be more like elaborate murder traps. I had no idea how deep they had gotten into this mythology mm-hmm. about what's his name? Um, Jigsaw. Jigsaw and his wife having cancer and fucking all this stuff. And I was like, like what? And it kept flashing back. And that's who this person is. And that's who that person is. And this person survived this movie. The continuity was so deep where I was like, I had no idea that they were building the saw extended universe. Cause that's the thing about like nightmare on Elm street. You don't, or, or and really Friday the 13th to a certain extent too, with, with the exception of Tommy Jarvis, there's not a whole lot of holdover with those movies. So like you can, you can pop in any single Nightmare on Elm Street and you might not know who the survivor kids are for the first 15 minutes, but it doesn't really matter because they're going to be dead soon anyway. And we're going to focus on this new group, new group of kids. Um, you know, as long as you got the basics, you could follow along with the movies. I didn't know why suddenly Saw became this super serialized soap opera about the American healthcare fucking industry. Like, it was not what I was expecting. It got deep. It really did. And I, I've seen them all, and they're okay. I think the best one is either, I think the third one, where he dies. <laughs> well, the first and the third one. And I'm not going to lie to you, I really liked Spiral. And I think it was because I expected that movie to be garbage. And That's was, the Chris Rock one. Yeah, and and I think it just reminded me of like the Poor Man Seven. So like, I just liked it. Like I don't know what it was about it, but I just liked it. <laughs> would I don't you? Know if it, huh? Would you want to do that for the show? Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Let's. Do I would check that out. I, or, I was dude, I, actually. I mean, it kind of sucks because of how many, but. Saw might be the biggest franchise of the 21st century. Fuck that. I am not. There is no way in hell I am watching all those fucking movies. Holy shit. I just thought about that, though. No. I mean, right? Or would it be like, or would you expect it to be other than, okay, so other than the MCU universe, and then I guess you could take the Conjuring universe, but other than that, wouldn't that be like the biggest franchise of the 21st century? Oh, you're probably right. Yeah. That's crazy. To think about. And Fast and the Furious. Oh, shit. I forgot about them, too. Yeah, Fast and Furious is huge. Yeah. You know, and, and if this was five years ago, I would not I would have not forgotten about them. Because I liked the first, like, five. <laughs> oh, I think they get better as you move on. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious movies, I love those things now. See, I, 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 like, I love them up until Paul Walker's death. That, no, I, they were still good after that, but that was hard. No, nah, man, I think, like, I don't know, dude. Like, there was a, the the last two or whatever have been fucking crazy. 
Well, they finally put him in outer space. That's what everyone was waiting for. Yeah, it, it became honestly like I I wanted the Machete series to keep going because <laughs> I wanted that shit to go to space. Did they never do Machete three? No, no, they didn't. It was really disappointing. Oh. I really enjoyed both oh. of those movies. They and Mel Gibson was a pretty good like villain. Yeah. Yes, he was. But yeah, no, I really liked this Halloween. I don't think it was a. Uh, I don't think it was a dud. I think in years to come, it will receive the same praise as Season of the Witch. Uh, I think that David Gordon Green and Danny McBride are horror geniuses, and I think they're very <laughs> much for what they've done. Um, I don't know if you know this, but David Gordon Green is right now working on a remake of The Exorcist. Yeah, well, it's not a remake. It's actually a sequel. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, here's something fun then. Is it going to... Is it going... So does that mean it's going to cut out Exorcist 2 and 3? I could tell you right now, because the character they're bringing back... In uh, Evil? Is that what it is on that TV show that's based off of... The Exorcist? Oh my god, give me... Uh... Okay, so... Are they bringing back did... Reagan? No, they're bringing back... Um, if I can only remember what movie... Ellen Bernstein. How do you spell her last name? There. Ellen Bernstein. Which one was she in? Oh, not evil. I guess I guess it's just called The Exorcist, the TV show. I never watched that. So she was in. It's like after the fact. It's like uh, it's like Reagan is a mom, and shit starts happening at her house. Give me one. Keep stalling. Say, give your th- final thoughts on uh, Halloween. Yeah, keep talking. Uh, yeah, I w- definitely recommend this. I feel like you should be open-minded. Um, if if you're a fan of horror and you like it when people do things that are outside the box, then there is no reason why you don't like this film. Uh, the last showdown I thought was pretty cool. I liked the effects that he had on his hand. That shit kind of made me laugh when he was like shaking and his two parts of his hand were like clapping together. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's the noise that it made, the special effect was cool. Uh, how about him getting put up into the fucking grinder? Yeah, well, that was very definitive. Yeah, like, that was it. That that was showing the end. Now, I heard that after this, this is it for Blumhouse. Blumhouse does not own the rights to Halloween anymore. Yeah. So, so this, this new Exorcist trilogy, it starts with uh, Girl Gets Possessed. Or a teenager gets possessed, whatever. And they seek out Reagan's mom from the first movie. So she's the re- she's the returning thread. So, um, Oh, they're not going to bring back Linda Blair? Uh, well, I don't know. But they, they're definitely bringing back her mom, Ellen Burstyn. Okay. She's in the new one. And they seek her out. So... Um, it might just be a sequel, yeah, a sequel to the 1973 film. So they're kind of doing the same thing. Okay, I wonder if she's gonna kind of be like the uh, in the Insidious films, the old lady. How she's like, I, I guess, like what a conduit of sort. Like she kind of helps um, Lynn Shay. She plays Elise. I don't know, but the guy that wrote Halloween Kills has written the script for it. Okay, so it should be violent. Yeah, but he also wrote he also wrote the script for the Firestarter remake, which was absolutely garbage. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch that. Cool thing though, uh I know that I brought up Insidious. Uh just a little bit of fun there. James Wan directed Insidious, and Barbara Hershey is a co star in Insidious, who is also a the star of The Entity, which is another <laughs> great uh paranormal movie. And you know, that w- I usually call the entity the entity because you see a lot of her titties. <laughs> that was my nickname when I worked overnights on hotels. 
The entity. <laughs> the entity. Oh. <laughs> Which, at first I was like, why? And they're like, because no one knows where you are, but we know that you're there. Because uh, I would always keep a low profile on midnights. So I was reading books or doing homework or whatever. Oh, nice. Little did I know that the ghost in that movie fucking rapes people. And I was like, oh, Yeah, dude, that me. was like a, well, it's like multiple. Did you ever read the book? No. no. Dude, that I never shit's... saw the movie in there. Oh, oh, really? It's pretty good. Uh, especially like with the effects uh, for that time. I thought it was, I actually like the entity better than the exorcist. I know that's going to fucking piss people off, but mm. to me, do the exorcist, I, I, I give it the respect of what it was or, or what it is. It's kind of like how I respect the Beatles, but I don't necessarily listen to the Beatles, but like I, I respect the exorcist for what it was, but it's not even in my top 10 of horror films. Yeah, I hear you. So, but it's a, uh, I mean, it's fun. I, at, but you know what is the Exorcist three? I that one I remember being. I don't think I saw that in the theater, but I was old enough to probably get it right when it hit home video. Right, that was that filmed was our... here in Wilmington. Oh wow! Yep, and not only that, it was Samuel Jackson's, uh, I think, debut, possibly or his second movie. I think. Right. It may have been his second movie, and he's a homeless guy. And he says one thing, and that's it. But you he fucking may, know it's him. He may have actually just been a homeless guy. I think. Caught in the background. Right. But yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed the third one, actually, a lot. The second one, I felt like had a lot of promise, and it fucking... It was stupid. I was so disappointed with it. But I just feel like... I don't know, man. You can't have all these great actors, and then Linda Blair returning, and then them like really going into the mythos of... Uh, the fucking demon was it Pazuzu? Or... Yeah, yeah. Like you can't do that, and then like, and then fucking fail. <laughs> like the second one was was all for the demon, and they did not do it justice. And then the third one was just basically, uh, well, the third one I think the original guy came back to make it. William Freakin. Yeah, I think so. He he wrote the book too, right? No. Oh, okay. Who was the dude that wrote the book? Oh, I'd have to look that up. I don't know. I thought the... uh, Let me see. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I thought The Exorcist 3 was... Uh... Oh, uh, William Peter Blatty. Yeah. So he wrote the novel and then he wrote the screenplay. And then he ended up directing the third one and writing the third one. And the third one is a lot like a book. Like, you know, like you could just tell that a dude that writes novels wrote it. (laughs) So, but I'm excited for it. I'm actually, there's only one request that I really have uh, for this, for David Gordon Green. And I really want Danny McBride to be a part of it too, which I'm sure he'll be a part of The Exorcist. But I want them, and I and this is also going to piss people off. I want an updated version of the thing. What do you mean updated? Well, like a sequel, or like like a, a just a new story, but with with today's practical effects, today's shots, today's minds. Like I'm okay with remakes. I really am. Like that doesn't hurt me. It's just when you do it wrong, that's what hurts me, and. I think Green and McBride make a pretty good duo. And I would be, I think the thing would be safe in their hands. And I think they would be able to bring maybe even like their own interpretation for it. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I mean, I don't know. I know, like, I love the thing. The thing's one of my favorite movies. But like, I, but I also like it. So, you know, I don't know if like, Okay, so uh, did you hear the rumor that there will probably be a new Nightmare on Elm Street and it's going to reprise, uh, uh, what is it, Robert England as Freddy? Yeah, I had heard that he'd be willing to come back and they're and then, due for, they have to do something with him. You know well, you also I mean? heard like, that Nancy might be coming back, but didn't she die? And uh, the third one, did she die? No, no I, I thought it was the fourth it. one. No, I thought she sacrificed herself. No, and the no, 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 and the I, 
I could be wrong, but I remember at in the in the by the fourth one, the fourth one follows Kristen, who's the one that can pull people into her dreams. And she sacrifices herself in the fourth one to give her power to her friend who then and her power is that she can take her other friend's powers. So that's why when she goes up against Freddie at the end, her brother knew karate. She knows karate. And that's why there's that scene with the drama Rama song, anything. Her friend was really smart and built that fucking ray gun. And she has the ray gun. And there was the punk chick that was the bodybuilder that got killed like a cockroach and, and she's strong like her. You know what I mean? Like that, right, that was yeah. Kincaid and all that shit. I think uh, at the end of the um, third one, uh, Heather Langenkamp is with not Bill Maher, the guy that looks like Bill Maher, but isn't Bill Maher. Right. And they go, they go, they find her dad in the bar and they, and they find out what they did with the bones and they go to the junkyard and that's where they consecrate his bones. She gets in the he gets in the fight with the stop motion Freddy Krueger bones, right? <clears throat> and they pour holy water on it, and that's what defeats him. Is they finally give him a proper burial, and that's it. And then in the fourth one, Heather Lingenkamp just isn't around. I could have sworn and she it, died. No, and then that's why when new new nightmare rolls around. I'm gonna go to Google real quick. Well, a new nightmare was was everybody played themselves, and he right, but he they they're real. trying to do another. They're trying to do another Freddy movie, and they want to bring her back, and that's why uh, it's even. she. Uh, the film ends on Nightmare on Elm Street three, uh, with Nancy dying while stabbing him with his glove. Yeah, what? I was gonna say. Well, I thought he. I thought she died. Yep, I she died in the third movie. At the end of it. Yeah, but yeah, not really. That's just like that's just like your opinion, man. I gotcha. Understood. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I will not stand for this aggression. But uh, no, I think it'd be really interesting. It, so you didn't like the remake in 2000? What 10 or 11? 2000. I think I watched it once and I realized that wasn't Freddy, and it just seemed weird. I, it seemed like some guy pretending to be Freddy Krueger. The makeup wasn't bad. I mean, the face was different, but he looked like a. It just looked. It just didn't look right. And I like. And I like. What's that guy? Jackie Earl. Uh, the dude that played him. Yeah, he played Rorschach in the Watchmen movies. He's a good actor. I thought he was okay. He was probably the best choice to do that, but he was too menacing and like the the makeup was too creepy. You could you couldn't really see his eyes. Freddie, you could see his eyes. He right. Wore, had a hat. You know what I mean? Like and he was like, I bitch. And it was just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was it was too tongue in you know what I mean? Like Freddie was like funny. Yeah. Or he was really gay. You know what I mean? Like that was uh that was that's the Freddie I know. And this was just like it was just that platinum dunes, everything's fucking darker and Right. I I, I don't just, mean I, I liked it. I, I didn't. I really didn't. I like the I like the Nightmare on Elm or the Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, oh, dude, it's so much better than the f- part one, two, and three. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's it like was good, it, and I I would have rather seen and how they do that beginning scene where they're out there and they're listening to fucking Night Ranger and stuff. Yes, like, I would. I I I I was so excited when I saw that opening scene. I was like they fucking got it right. Like they did it right. Like this is going to be awesome. Yeah. And, and I, and then I it, thought it was, it goes downhill a little bit from there, but um, it does, but I thought it was cool. Well, I mean, that's it, what happens when Michael Bay is taking over. Right. So like during this time, this was the Michael Bay horror yes, era. Platinum Dooms. Yeah. Yeah. But, with Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th. And I th- he did a couple other ones. And now we got the Danny McBride horror era <laughs> of producing. Yeah. But I would have rather seen if they, if they would have kept with that vibe where it was modern and he's got an iPod, but he's still listening to like '80s hair metal. Like that, I thought was like the right way to do it. Like there was tits, they were smoking weed, they were hanging out in the woods. There was the goofy friend, they're growing weed. Like it was it hit all the it was hitting all the numbers, and uh, they they had it for a second, and then uh, they fucked it up. 
But um, it's still, I, I think that was a lot better than Nightmare on Elm Street one, or the or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre ones. You know, well, other than the the Jessica Biel one, I would say all the Texas Chainsaw Massacre's kind of sucked, other than like the original and then the Jessica Biel uh, remake. But were there, were there nips on display the whole time. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, because, I mean, right at the beginning of the fucking movie, dude, that, was it a chick? She just fucking kills herself right there. Like, that shit was insane. Um, but no, like, I, I don't know. The new, the, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, I think I liked it because I was listening to the director and the cast when it was coming out. And actually, originally, they were going to change the character, like, altogether. And they were going to have a new like reimagining of him, and then they decided that they didn't want that because it was like that's that's going too far away. Like we got to keep the sweater, we got to keep the iconic Freddy Krueger stuff. And then they instead the the director made it where he was just he was more terrifying. But like obviously, I love Robert England, and I would rather have him as Freddy. But at the same time, I thought this one was decently done. I thought as far as like horror movies go and like as like the scare factor, I thought it was it, it was so during that time, dude, I think it came out when I was a senior in high school. So <laughs> when it came out, I want to say like I, I'm pretty sure I took somebody out to go see it with me and it was one of those movies that you like you would bring a chick with you because you know it's going to be one of the movies where they're kind of in your arm. They're kind of scared. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it just, be- it, it was one of those films and maybe that's why I like it. Cause it, it's kind of like a nostalgic feel, but like to, but it, it's, it's nowhere near though. Like it does not touch the third movie. Like dream warriors is like the one I don't even, I wouldn't even necessarily say it touches a new nightmare either or the original. But but in the top five, I could probably put it in the top five. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, and and I think it is because of that whole like the fear factor that it does make him. It doesn't make him this goofball that was like raping children. It makes him like I don't know. Well, it does like his actual like his uh, human form. It was he was like when he was alive when he was Freddy Krueger, uh, the person. But then when he became Freddy Krueger, the demon, he was really searching for revenge. You know, he had the whole, my, the, the fucking, what I started, it's not finished yet. And uh, and I also liked uh, the cast in it as well. Even though I feel like only like one of those kids are doing anything nowadays. <laughs> well. And that's the one with the dragon tattoo, that chick. Yeah, I can't remember her name right now, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I liked it, but uh, out of uh, all the remakes, it does seem like Halloween one, right? But uh, when we were talking about uh, with Chris, you know, and Jupiter Ascending, we were talking about these movies uh, getting greenlit before the first one even comes out. We knew there was going to be a trilogy before the first Halloween came out. So like, oh well, the 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 reboot of it came out. So like, I mean, it's one of those things where like, I, I guess he presented this so far ahead that they were just like, yeah, we're totally going to do this. I think they, I I don't remember it like that. I remember them releasing the first one, that being a hit, and then them saying, okay, here's the date for kills. Here's the date for ends. Like, I don't think it was, they might have kind of said, like, oh, this could be the beginning of a new trilogy, but I feel like it was after the first one that they locked everything down. And okay, then his, that, that might be what it is. Is Maybe yeah. they have a plan for a trilogy, but it wasn't locked in yet. Yeah. Because I remember hearing for, um, for Halloween Ends that it was going to be a pandemic movie. Like, I feel like they didn't, they, they knew they were going to do a time jump. They knew that they were going to do the first one was going to be, okay, Halloween, and then the second one was going to be like a continuation of like the same night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then 
Um, the third one, there was going to be a time jump and it was going to be something different and we were going to do something with the pandemic or they, they just had ideas that where I were, I don't know if they fully had that fleshed out, but they knew that it was going to be something different that it was going to take it in a different direction and that it was going to be, you know, it was going to piss people off or they were going to re-invoke Halloween three the the season of the witch and i i obviously this was not a pandemic movie the pandemic didn't feature into it all uh but that was something that i'm sure if you it's not very hard to google it and find stories about how that was how they touted this third one right it was going to be a pandemic movie so that tells me that they did not have it all figured out. They had ideas, they had concepts, but they did not come into them with three scripts finished and said, this is what we're going to do. Um, you know, I'm sure they had, the titles were easy enough to come up with, but <laughs> you know, right. all, one kills and one ends and, you know, and I'm sure that was probably the extent of their pitch. The second one's going to be a continuation of the first night, just like the second Halloween. And the third one, we're going to, Skip ahead in the future, and we're going to do something different. I don't know. We'll figure it out when we get there. Right. You know, and this is what they came up with. And I, I think you mentioned earlier, a lot of people think this that there was multiple endings that were shot, and that some people think the studio got involved with this one, and they wanted something even more different than what we ended up seeing. Um, hmm. Which, who knows? We'll see. We'll wait for the yeah. director. Commentary. I wonder if Blumhouse would do that. I feel like Blumhouse is pretty, like, open with their creators like I, I don't think like i've seen anything but i mean they're also they're owned by universal so it's i mean a, it's a studio i think if you were trying to go too far off the reservation they'd have to ring me back in but mm-hmm. i don't know so, closing thoughts <laughs> check it out check it out <laughs> Thank you.